Noyach. Parshas Noyach. A little bit about Parshas Noyach. So Noyach, of course we have the Mabul. Of course we have the Mabul and we have the Teva. That's, that's what we have in Noyach. We have a Mabul and we have a Teva. So I, uh, I grew up, I'll say grew up in high school. I'll never forget, Rabbi Brafman, he used to always say, and I just have the words ringing in my ears, how, uh, how Yeshiva is your Teva. Yeshiva is your Teva, Yeshiva is your Teva. So I, I opened the Nesiva Shalom over here. And Nesiva Shalom, the son of a Rebbe, discusses. And he says, an interesting thought about the Mabal. I think, how do we view the Mabal? We view that the people were terrible, the people were horrible. And therefore, Hashem punished them with the Mabal. I think that's the classical approach when you read the Pesukim, because that's what it sounds like. He quotes a beautiful Medjish. That the Medjish says that, Medjish embraces Rabba. That everyone at the times of the Mabal were over on the Gimel Averis Chamurais of the Zaragilarais Vichastamin. And therefore, Shabriya Nehevcha to be Ra. It wasn't a punishment. The world wasn't able to exist in such a world of Ra, of evil, that the world itself revolted. And that's what the Mabel was. It wasn't Hashem wasn't punishing mankind. Mankind literally took the world and erupted it into the fact that it became the Mabel. Okay, so one might ask, you know, with what's going on in the world nowadays and all the, you know, we don't have to give all the crazy examples. Why isn't there a Mabel nowadays? Are we not living in a time when many people are being over Gimel Averis Chamuras? It doesn't mean Yiddin, it means anyone's. Oh, very good. The answer is, it's true. But Hashem promised it's never going to happen again. So if you think about it, it could very well be, and no one could ever know, that really in the world that we're living in, with all the, the insanity, literally, the, the insanity, you know, no one knows who's what and what's who, literally. And um, everything, everything. Yeah, very good. I never thought about that. Everything. And um, why, why is it no marble? Maybe. So the answer is, could be, that Hashem promised it's never going to happen again. But what is the response to a world of marble? Definitely, the world will live in Ramadan. The response is Teva. So what's the Teva? So I said that I, I grew up in Ibrahim and Allah Shalom would always repeat that the Teva is a yeshiva. The question is, okay, we're not in a yeshiva. So okay, maybe when you're in yeshiva, the Teva is a yeshiva. So the Nesiva Shalom over here says two applications of a Teva that um, are in each and every one of our lives. Says, and, and before we get to what his applications are, what was the Teva? The Teva was a place that saved from the Mabal. So, you're in a world of destruction, a world of chaos, a world of insanity. What do you have to do? We have to find whatever this thing called Teva is. And this Teva, what it's going to do is, it's going to allow us to survive. It's going to allow us to thrive. It's going to allow us to exist. And his words are, what one needs, al Pina tahira. We need to have a pure corner. Mikol hadvarim hamafitzim shchisais from all the destruction of the world. Okay, so what does that mean? So he gives two examples, and 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 each one is so timely. Let's start with the first one. The island here was discussing before. You know, if you had a choice of Shabbos every day and only had to work one day, and and I think everyone unanimously says, well, as the response was, who's paying the bills? And if the answer isn't that one day I could pay the bills, who wouldn't want it? Says in the Nesiva Shalom, he quotes a Zayar. Noyach is merumaz al Shabbos Kodesh. 
Noyach is Shabbos. And the base of Ram, the son of Rabbi, continues and he explains from the Rav HaKadosh Mubublin, I don't really know who that is, that says, Noyach Motzachein Be'ine Hashem. Shemekoidam, prior it says, all the terrible Averis that were going on. The world is erupting, the world is exploding, the world is turning into absolute chaos in every manner of the form. Already, I don't know, 10 years ago, the experiment in San Francisco showed that the boy girls were sitting next to the boy girls and the girl boys were sitting next to the girl girls. In San Francisco, this was already 10 years ago, it's a science experiment. Because of the, the absolute chaos going on there, that it wasn't boys and girls hanging out with each other, it was boys hanging out with boys, we know from the model that it would destroy the earth itself. So there are parts of the world with such terrible chaos, such terrible sins, that the animals start acting in this similar manner, which is just shows that what we do, what do our actions do? Our actions actually could change the physical, practical running of the world. So what do we do in such a world? V'acherkach says the Pasek. We want to get out of that world of insanity. According to Zayar, what does that mean? Shabbos. Al yidei Shabbos matzachein be'ene Hashem. Al yidei Shabbos kodesh bekoichei shal yehudi li'cholit mikol in yonim elu. So we're living in a world, definitely living in a world of of chaos, of sin. We're living in a world of taiva. We're living in a world of unbridled pursuit of pleasure. There's no question. This goes without saying. The world of current events that we're living in, of literally people wanting to destroy us, there's no question. Whether they're able to or not is obvious, but they want to destroy us, there's no question. And now we want to know, what do we do to save ourselves from this? And we already spoke about this, and many are speaking about the incredible kayach of Shmiraz Shabbos. In a world we spoke about without Shaifer, what do we want to do? We want to be elevate our Shmiraz Shabbos. Says the Zayar, why is Shabbos so critical? Because Shabbos is that teva, that Shriya Shabbos kill chasai, even if you're living in the worst dar ever, you're living in the world dar of Nayak, the dar that the world itself erupted, how do you save yourself? You walk into that teva, you walk into Shabbos Kaidish, we could save from everything. So it's beautiful. But the question is, we're all Shemir Shabbos. So what do we do? So unfortunately, at this point, what people start doing is it's very difficult to look inward. We never like looking in the mirror. So what do we do instead? Look outward. We start saying, oh, I'm Shemir Shabbos. I don't have anything to worry about. But him and him and him, right? I think the famous saying goes, every time you're pointing one finger at someone else, there's three more pointing back at you. So stop pointing at everyone else. And of course, we believe that our actions do affect the whole world. We saw that if the actions have the ability to corrupt the world to such an extent, certainly our actions have the ability to save the world to such an extent. So what do we have to do? We have to work on our Shemir Shabbos. But we are Shemir Shabbos. So... The Nesiv Shalom over here gives three examples to go deeper and deeper into Shabbos. He obviously brings down, there are a bunch of threes in this week's parasha. What are the threes by Nayach? Oh, Nayach had three sons. What else? The Teva had three levels. Says the Nesiv Shalom, excuse me, he says that the Beis Avram learns that Shabbos is Yisoyed Amunah. We know that. And he says that we know that Emunah is all of Tariyag Mitzvahs. Shabbos is all of Tariyag Mitzvahs. Shmir Shabbos, call Hashem Shabbos Kel Chasai. Then he's saved from everything. He gets all uh, benefits. He gets incredible rewards. Gemara in 
Gemara's, uh, etc., etc. So he explains that what we could do is let's go deeper and deeper into our Emunah and Hashem, which means deeper and deeper into our Shmir Hashem. Before we give his examples, I believe they say from the Briska Rav, I think, think, I forgot who it was, someone very big, that he spoke about, um, he spoke about the, the world of America. The world of America. He says that maybe they're being Shemer Shabbos, but are they being Shemer Erev Shabbos? They lost, that we lost the Erev Shabbos Yid. That in Europe, what, what, what did Europe look like? The nostalgic Europe. And I think in some places it still looks a little bit like the way you can tell me it's true. So, uh, we'll get to Eretzal in a minute, exactly. What does it look like? Erev Shabbos? Erev Shabbos is Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos is not a work day. Not a work day. Sunday is a work day. It's, it's, it's a beautiful system. Aside from the fact that kids go to school on Sunday. So Sunday is a work day. Sunday is a regular day. And Erev Shabbos is Erev Shabbos Kodesh. From Chatzais, from afternoon in Erev Shabbos, what does it look like? Looks like everyone's preparing for Shabbos. What does it look like? I used to go to the Kaisel on Erev Shabbos for early Shabbos. I would daven there mincha before plag. Then I would be makabal Shabbos. And then I would walk back and then I would get my Rav back at home. So when I'm there davening mincha and being makabal Shabbos, you go into the tunnel, the only place I'm able to daven, you know, away from everything else, go all the way in, in, in. What, what do you see there? You see people showing up. And like, what are they showing up for? They're not, they're not showing up for early Shabbos. They're showing up with their tilims. They're showing up with their shir, shirims. And they're there. They're there from Plag, which is a good hour and a half about before Shabbos. And they're sitting. They say the whole tilim. They say the whole shir, shirim. And then they daven mayrim nice and late. That's an Erev Shabbos. So it's true we're Shemir Shabbos. But do we have an Erev Shabbos or someone last week? We, we made a push and we're going to do it again this week to start tilim a few minutes early and then Shabbos a few minutes early. Someone said, I'm running to the last minute. We all know that it's all a mind game, right? In, in a few weeks, the last minute's going to be 4 o'clock and we're going to make it. Somehow in the summer, it's 8 o'clock and we're just going to make it. So the answer is, whatever time is the time, you're going to make it. So it's true we're being Shemer Shabbos, but how do we walk into Shabbos? Do we walk into Shabbos the way that we know we could and should walk into Shabbos? Again, I'm not saying we're holding at a place of closing, you know, no malacha after chatzais like the real tzaddikim and saying all of Tilim and all of Shir Shirim and all of Shnaya Mikra, but... but or are we running into Shabbos in, 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 a, in a complete, complete mabel, mamish? So we want Shabbos to save us. Maybe the first answer, or one of the answers, is let's, let's start Shabbos early. Not, but not, you know, we're very good. We're very good at, you know, the checklist. Checklist juice. Checklist juice. You know, we were, I was at a chasana. And it's like, oh, first second from Meyer. No, minion, minion, let's go. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But on the other hand, when everything just becomes, just finish it. I'm just got to finish it. Okay, did my What's next? So, oh, Shabbos early. Five minutes early, Shabbos. It's good. It's nice. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything wrong. It is beautiful. And it's, it's incredible. Every moment, if we were to know what every moment of Shemir Shabbos is, but maybe we could go a little bit deeper. And maybe we could go a little bit more and understand that if Shabbos is this teva, if Shabbos is this entity that is tariag mitzvahs, if Shabbos is the Makar of all bracha. If Shabbos is that which is going to save us from the world around us, so maybe, yeah, we'll walk in five minutes early, but maybe we'll walk in a different person. Maybe a, a minute before that. And then you say every minute, you could say a minute before. It's true. But maybe we'll work on walking into Shabbos, different people. Now it goes without saying. Now let's go. Says the Nesiva Shalom over here. There's different madrigos within Shabbos. And obviously we're going to be talking about lofty levels. But just to open our eyes and our minds, where we could go to, there's Shmir Shabbos Kibshutai. You don't do Malacha. Which is beautiful. No one should say otherwise. The Yesh Hashem Shabbos Gambadi Burai. Rachaim Pinchas Scheinberg wouldn't talk in Shabbos. 
He wouldn't talk in Shabbos. He wouldn't talk in Shabbos. Whenever he spoke, he spoke Lashon HaKadosh. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't talk. Your Dibur is different. Chazal teach us, Your words are different, which has a lachic ramifications also, which that I think many of us know. We're not allowed to talk about doing malacha, but our words, and again, these are high levels. None of us are holding on this, but at least let's open our mind to what a Shabbos could be. Yeshanat Dargus is even a higher level than that. The Arashab, the Arashabis, the Hargashais, the Noyam, the Mitikais of Shabbos, the sweetness of Shabbos, the sitting at a Shabbos Uda, the singing of Zmirais, the understanding that you're sitting at the table of Akadish Baruchu. And just like we understand that one can have different levels of emuna deeper and deeper in Hashem, we can have different levels of Shabbos. And he says, This is why the Pasik says, the Yoyla Nayak Shlesha Banim, and then it says a shame as Chambas Yafes. I think we could count to three. So he says that the extra words are coming to be Meramis, coming to hint to us that there's deeper and deeper levels of Noyach is Shabbos. So there's Shlai Shabbanim, there's three levels. If the Teva is Shabbos, there's three levels of the Teva. Deeper and deeper and deeper. So number one that we like to talk about tonight is Shabbos. And hopefully, aside for elevating our Shmir Shabbos, which by the way, you know, we're very good at pottering ourselves. Yeah, I'm a Shemir Shabbos. How many Shilas happen on a Shabbos that in the back of our mind, we're like, maybe, maybe I should ask. Maybe I should check this. Eh, it's okay. I, I saw this one doing it. And I remember seeing one time something about it. So that's, of course, why we work on Shmir Shabbos, why we work on Hilcha Shabbos. But we're learning even deeper than that. There's the Erev Shabbos. There's the deeper levels within Shabbos itself. And then he continues. Then he continues. And he says, what else? What else is the Teva? Is the Torah. Is Torah. We're sitting here. We just finished a year of Torah. That Shmir Shabbos. And then the next level is Brasi Yitzhahara. Brasi Torah Tavlin. We're in a world of insanity. We're in the world of chaos. We're in a world of taiva. We're in a world of unbridled joy. So just like someone said, how do Goyim live without Shabbos? It's a good question. Hopefully we could get to the place to ask a question. How do people live without Torah? And hopefully the more we could understand and, and appreciate that question, the more that we could ask ourselves, maybe I could have a little bit more Torah, a little bit of a deeper connection, a few more minutes, a little bit more real, a little bit less distraction. We spoke about last Shabbos over here. How, no, we did not speak about last Shabbos over here. We all heard together, many of us. How Rav Kaladetsky, Rav Kaladetsky, uh, you know, when, when so many things happen, you like forget about other things that happen. You know, we had Sukkot, we had Eretz Yisrael, and then we had Sukkot, and Rav Kaladetsky was here Shabbos Shuvah. He was here Shabbos Shuvah. And uh, he spoke numerous times, but uh, the one time that many of us heard is he said how being how being mikabel the old Torah means learning Torah beretivas. And if you remember, he said a scary thing. I don't know if anyone thought about it. He says that to save from milchamis is being mikabel Torah beretivas. That's what he said. Prophetic words, mamish. So what do we have to do? We want to be saved from a milchama. I remember what he said, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravali yeah, Lapian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he said, from Ravali Lapian. He said, you learn Torah Beretif. He says, what? And, and now, the problem is when we hear this, we go into like yeshiva mode. What's Beretif? 16 hours. You know, what did he say? What was the exam? Remember? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So we have a share for 15. Now it's 25 minutes. 15 minutes. Minutes. What is 15? He's saying that 15 minutes of Torah Beretifas could save from, save from Muhammad. So number two in the Teva is what? Is Torah. And number three, and with this we'll conclude, from the Heli Gabal Shem Tev. It's fascinating. I saw my notes this, 
And then I, I saw myself, I'm like, this is like an old saver. I don't know, I guess when you finally clean all your sfarim, I guess, I don't know. But either way, says the Baal Shem Tev, what is the word teva? What's a teva? A word. A teva, says the Baal Shem Tev, that what is the teva is merumaz almila on words. Shehu nikra teva, which is called a teva. A light is made for the teva. Now what does that mean? That the words that leave our mouth could light up the world. What, what are the words? So he says over here, and uh, I try to understand the few words that I read. I didn't really, but I, I tried my best. He says, We're talking about teva. We're talking about learning Taira Beretzifas. The Teva is both entering into the world of Taira, entering into the world of Shabbos Kaidesh, entering into the world of Tefillah, and as well, the Teva, the words that come out of our mouth, the words that can light up the world. And the truth is, we can see even more. The words that leave our mouth don't just have to be Taira, don't just have to be Tefillah. Words of Chasadim. What could a word do for someone else? A beautiful word, literally, can light up the world. Just not speaking Lashonara, which is the next thing we know, that we want our Torah to work, we want our Tefillah to work, so we have to watch our mouth. We want our mouths, the Chavetz Chaim. Many people are starting to learn Shmir Salashaim. And everything is Givaldic. But says the Baal Shem Tev, incredibly, that we want to go into the Teva, into the Teva is the words of Tefillah. So we'll conclude, as the Neshiva Shalom taught us, that we have to find a Pina Tahira. You know, I think we're already starting to hear the hear the, the vibes of the donuts from Hanukkah. I don't know, maybe we're, we're looking, we're looking. I heard, I heard from uh, Ramosha Weinberger said, I, I don't remember the story, which Rebbe, forgive me, he said that it was at one of the Tishim, and uh, maybe it was in the world where I don't remember, and the Chassidim were a little bit downtrodden. So the Rebbe reached in, and he pulled out the Menorah, and he said, don't worry, don't worry, the Menorah is coming out soon. Soon we're going to have a Menorah to light up the darkness. So the Menorah, we're all waiting, that's the next, we're, a little, we're in Mar Cheshvan, we have to get through it to get to the Menorah. But we need a peanut ira. We need a little bit, a little shemen zayis, a little pure corner. What's our pure corner going to be? Is our pure corner going to be a few minutes early of Shabbos? A little bit more depth to our Shabbos. Chavetz Chaim writes, every word of Taira on Shabbos is multiplied by 613. So if you talk fast, do the math. Every word of Taira, because if all of Shabbos is 613 mitzvahs, then he starts going that all of Taira is 613 mitzvahs, and millions, millions, and millions, and millions of mitzvahs. So what's our pina Taira? We know we live in a world of a mabel, there's no question. Whether it's in a mabel, the American mabel of, uh, of everything, of physicalities, of taivas, of the whole world alluring us, whether it's that mabel, whether it's the mabel of utter destruction being wrought in the world, unfortunately, of our enemies trying to destroy destroy us. So how are we going to enter into the Teva? We have three ways being taught to us by the great G'daylim from the Heli Rajbi from the Zayhar. And it could be all of them. It could be a little bit of each. Is it going to be a little bit of Shabbos? Is it going to be a little bit of Taira? And is it going to be a little bit of Tefillah or just the words that leave our mouth? And hopefully, hopefully as we all try to find a little bit level, a little bit deeper to connect, connect to drop more. And of course, when I say connect, the reason is we could say words. We could. And words are important. Let's not, let's not uh, belittle every capital tillum like we spoke about last Shabbos. Every word of tefillah, which is incredibly important. But we know what's more important is when the words have a little bit of a lave. The lave, the heart, is that which gives those words, gives them the energy. So if we're going to inject our tefillah, inject our taira, inject our Shabbos, 
with a little bit of leave, with a little bit of heart. That heart, that leave, will elevate ourselves. And who's going to gain the most? We will gain the most. It's true. Amir Tashem will bring Mashiach. Amir Tashem will bring protection. Amir Tashem will bring everything. But you know who really gains the most? We all know it's by this point. I think we all realize we gain the most. That when we connect with our tefillah, we walk out a different person. When we have a recommitment to our taira, we walk out a different person. And if we commit to our Shabbos, which we've done and we're going to continue doing and we'll do deeper and deeper, we become better greater, more connected, more real, more alive people. Why? Because the teva, the tzayar, that light, that diamond, different machlekes is the diamond, is it the window, whatever it is. We should all be zaycha.